There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. How does it feel, girl? How does it feel? You'll have to specify your query, dear. How does what feel? So many things were going on. I sort of wanted to see where you were at, what you would pick as the it. I mean, you capped off the season at SNL. You've arrived in LA for some quote unquote international press. I want to know how it feels. All of it. I th- I, I don't know about you. I always have this latent period of like processing like what the hell I just experienced. And I feel like I'm still, mm-hmm. I feel like it'll be like another five years before right i think i think my latency period is five years now I, I'll, I'll go through something but it, it'll take me five years to like get clarity on what it, on how you I felt. are a you are a processor you are a slow processor and i don't that's, that's not so a drag bad. no i don't it think is a it's drag. bad it's, it's not functional you cannot move through life this way it's so awful honey better to be i a don't slow know what processor. the hell is going on i better to be a slow processor than someone that's like i know what, how i feel about this which is often me and that's a rule of culture. And that's a rule of culture. Number 72. 72. Honey, better Honey, to be a, better slow, be a processor slow processor than someone that's than like, someone who's like, that's how, that's I, feel. how I feel. But uh, I often, um, I, I like, for example, I'm a slow actor, not a slow processor. I process information very quickly. Like, for example, I've known I needed a new shower curtain for about a year. But it was only today that I went out and acted on that. Oh, thank God. But how much, can I ask how much like mold-like stuff was on the old shower curtain? So I bought what was on one side a blue and on the other side white shower curtain. The bottom of the shower curtain was, mm, 
let's call it like after a make night a, out make, make, piss make, yellow. Make up a new color. Make yeah, up a it new was, color it name. Was, I'm calling it after a night out piss yellow, sort of like uh-huh. chock full. I realized I could never have another man over to my apartment like with, with this being the situation. It was humiliating. I felt like I was Oof. straight or something. The bottom of the, sh- the shower curtain was not after a night out piss yellow. And I went to the Bed Bath & Beyond and got a new shower curtain. At some point, like this will bleed over into other areas of my life. Like I'll finally put the license plates on my car. They've also been there for a year. I just can't seem to get the screwdriver out to do that. Slow processing versus slow acting. Yeah. That's I'd rather okay. be you. I thought, you. I thought you meant you were a slow film actor. I say, honey, I've seen you speak fast. Well, you know, act what, fast. so when you act on film and this is for everyone out there listening, when you act on film, Really bite those consonants, okay? Because you want to give realism, but you also want clarity and diction and dexterity. Yes. So when you're auditioning out there, when you send in your tapes, make sure that we are we are definitely keeping the energy and the pacing up, but we are giving consonants. What did I do to die today at a minute or two till two? Go through your warm-ups. Honey, go through the warm-ups. You know, Bo and Yang's process, he's a big repeater. In his, in his rehearsal. I am. You are. I repetition am, is the key to learning. Well, it's, it's actually not, it's actually not repetition. It's not pure, not to, oh my God, this is so annoying. It's not actual <laughs> repetition, but I did help Sandy Bullock learn, like get off book on set because she was fucking up a line. And she was like, <gasps> Bowen, help me. And I was like, okay, you just have to like keep repeating the connective tissue. So mm. like in a line, like, more like most commonly it's like you like repeat like the words before and after a comma or like wow. a colon or something. Yes. And then that's, so then you build the bridge in your mind to go into the next part of your line. So what you're saying is you were sort of Sandra Bullock's I was acting giving, teacher. I was being, I was giving Sandra Bullock's acting teacher on set. <laughs> and it was not, it was not unwelcome. Cause I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I was like, I was like, I think I might have something that can help. She's like, please. Cause she had to like say like a fictional made up like proper noun. Yeah. And it was like 90 syllables long. And I was like, okay, I think you just got to repeat these syllables and then these syllables and then these syllables. And she was like, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It worked. It worked. The first thing she said to me on the carpet of the premiere was Dabakagadima Fiskanawa or whatever the hell the line was. I see mm-hmm. I forgot it, but she didn't because of me. And that's why and I take the credit. The film, uh, which of course is titled The Road to El Dorado. What was yes. The, what was the what was the Lost City? It, it's called Lost, Atlantis. That's, that's why, of course, that film was so successful. Because she had you on hand to to sort of walk her through it. And you can watch that movie on planes everywhere now. On so, Paramount Plus everywhere now. It's on Paramount Plus. It's on planes. You can check out The Lost City at a, <laughs> at a, at a t- small TV near you. Um, so uh, we, we have an actor in the chat. Emmy nominated. Okay, he doesn't Emmy need... Emmy nominated. He certainly doesn't need you to run through... Certain oh, I'm, terms I'm not of giving him a with single him. no or tip. No, no, can't no. be bothered. Can't be fucking bothered. Who am like, I? But who are you? I mean, an Emmy nominee yourself. I'm so sick, especially after this last week with Punam, that I'm the out of now two weeks in a row to be the only non-Emmy nominee. I think it sucks, Bo. You're you're gonna get it, but th- this is no. it's such an it's an inevitability at this point for Matt is it? to be Emmy nominated. Yeah. It really is. This is my this is my for your consideration begging on my own podcasts, the members of the TV Academy. That's what FYC's. That's why FYC is. It's um, such a filthy business, don't you think? So dirty yeah. and disgusting and political. What we all do to sort of get the crumbs. Say that. 
I said it. I know. Well, listen. Listen. See this in my hands? This is the new novel by Ryan O'Connell, our guest. It's called Just By Looking At Him. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. It's a hot cover. Can I say something? You may. Didn't didn't get my copy. What? Didn't get my copy. Oh my God, the publicists are, and I'm not talking to you, our readers, the publicists. And you know that I read the galleys. Honey. I read the advanced copies for every single guest and for, I'm mortified that, this is someone whose writing I've been following since, and I'm going to say the words, and I'm sorry if this elicits anything, but since the Thought Catalog days, I was reading every single one of our guests' posts. I know. And we, we don't have to talk about it, but I, I am a devout acolyte of the guest. And, well, I'm, and this is actually this is actually some pre, I don't think so many rage for you. Yeah, I can. I I know you really my, activated. I activated. I didn't get the copy. But I'm, you, you know I'm reading it poolside this summer. Well, speaking of sort of by the water, you were spe- you were mentioning the cover. Describe how hot the cover is. It's really hot cover. You've got like sort of like a, a, a glistened back. I love backs. Some of the hottest body parts. We, give it up for backs. I, well, did I? Did you? I've told you about the first time I ever real the moment I realized I was gay. Right? Whose back was it? It was this kid. This neighborhood boy. His name was Matt Ripple. Ooh, Ripple very much rhymes with the nipple. And he came over to my house. I was 11 years old and we were playing in my pool. And later that night, I thought of his back and in an instant realized I wanted to like fuck his back. And I realized in that moment I was gay. So backs are backs are very sexual and important. And I think that our guest sort of knew that by putting this very evocative back on the cover of his debut novel. Okay. So wow. Give it up. Uh, Novelist. Novelista. Writer. Creator. Creator of the iconic show special we had Punam on last week. Now we have the star of special. Star, sorry, Punam. Sorry, Punam. But you were build number two. And that happens in Hollywood sometimes. Boo fucking who. Oh, I don't know what I don't know what it's like to be number one on the call sheet. That's something I'll never know. Bowen, you know that's not true. I don't it's not a guarantee for anyone. You know, you know what's gonna happen when we eventually get our film off the ground. It's going to be Bowen Yang number one. It's going to be alphabetical. It's going to be alphabetical. It's not going to be alphabetical. I'm so excited to read it over the summer, though. It's, you, the, it's the perfect summer read. You really are going to like it. I mean, it's it, the book has dragged me several times. And I don't mean me personally. I mean me sort of as a person. The book drags people that stand Kyle Richards. Uh, it is a, they, He calls it a mark <laughs> of basicness. Um, the book so drags people true. who mostly have West Elm furniture. I really took that there one to heart go. as well. Um you know, but the book is um, like the Beach House episode of Girls, a work of art, which is a line on page one of this book, which I appreciate. What, the, the Beach House episode of Girls? Would I read it to you? I'm going to read it. Oh, my God. Wait, you, 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 you know what I wanted to say to one of my coworkers this week? I won't say who, but Fuck just know you. that. It, it, no, no, it was this. Well, you think I want to be like you, like mentally ill? <laughs> you think I want to be like you? want to be you? like you, like mentally, mentally ill? Ill? So good. Such a good line reading. This is the line. Okay, read it, like, read it. Okay, so they're talking about a man's penis. Yeah. And the quote Love is, that. it's like the Beach House episode of Girls, a work of art. And Oh, I mean, you're hooked. You're hooked. And that's page one. I'm even, I, I, I didn't think I could get more angry. Mm-hmm. That I don't have the that I don't have the the hard copy in my hands. Well, everybody we're here to announce that Ryan's publicist is fired. Fired, and we're also here to say June seventh is when the book comes out, and two days later, two days later, it's too fucking much. Queer 
as folk, the revival comes out. Did you on- watch this trailer? I did. I was I was in. I was glued. I didn't need the trailer to be in, but I was like, well, fuck. I'm watching. June 9th. And I asked him about his June and he said, mute me on Instagram and I will relate. <laughs> no, everyone better mute me on Instagram in June. Ooh, I'm yeah, going to be annoying. Us too. We, we, okay. have, we have a lot of annoying shit coming up. Um, but listen, this is a true honor. And I think like sort of it's 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 really been time to have him on the podcast. No, it's been time. It's been time. We've 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 all admired each other from afar or from up close at the same pool parties. Just by looking at him. Just by looking at him. Everyone, please welcome into your ears. Ryan, Ryan O'Connell. Welcome, Diva. That was absolute hell. Having I, first of all, first of all, <laughs> Why? You, you set me on a fucking journey. First of all, my first thought was like, wow, I wonder if things have changed since they both become famous. And then all of a sudden, Bowen's like, anyways, I'm going to send a ball. Sandy, Sandy, sorry, Sandy. <laughs> I was going to be on a line reading. And then I was like, ah! I was like okay. Not a line okay. reading. Okay, well, whatever. I'm like, things have shifted. Things have shifted. And then all of a sudden, Bowen, how dare <laughs> so you happy. drop the words thought catalog. I was like, humbled, 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 no, humbled. Go humbled. back to your roots. We all have origins, Ryan. <laughs> We, we do. do, we do, and mine are just very public. But uh, you know, it is what it is, baby. It is what it is. But I feel like you were one of those first people, and and you've since transcended this sort of like type of existence. But like, you were one of those internet people who were like speaking to like a very queer like readership in an audience, and like when when like not a lot of when not a lot of people were doing that. When it was like, oh, Richard Lawson's gonna write. A, like a goodbye post on Gawker as fucking Tinsley Mortimer, <laughs> and like that's like the best we're ever gonna get. But then, but then Ryan O'Connell comes along, and we're like, oh my god, this fucking idiot is ranking all the tracks on Blackout. Like <laughs> hell yes, I, that was a huge moment for me, Ryan. I gotta say, when I was working my shitty day job in college, I was like reading, I was reading Thought Catalog every day, and being like, this guy gets it. Well, it was like a hipster sweatshop. It was like I had to write, like, I had to like write like three posts a day. It was like I truly was. It was it was a time. It was a lot of like, uh-huh. it was a lot of pills. It was a lot yeah. of mm. stuff, and it was a lot of feelings. Right. And um, yeah, you know, I look back at twenty four year old me, and I'm like, wow, she's got she got she's got balls. Just put it in. Yeah. Like she's got something to say. You know what I mean? And it was this bizarre micro fame of like. If I went to Metropolitan, I was like literally Brangelina. Like if I was like, yeah. like, like literally for like for for seven months, I was like Brangelina of Metropolitan at twenty four, yes. and then that was it. That's your that that's a twenty four year old's dream though. Oh, that kind of yeah yeah. It's all I wanted, but I couldn't get laid to save my life. But I tried like 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 you know I'd have like you know like readers of thought catalog come up to me, but it was I couldn't I couldn't land the plane, baby. Couldn't land the plane. Oh. This is this is basically my reality now, which is so refreshing to hear. I mean, it's it's nice to hear that you and you and you as a twenty four year old were experiencing things yeah. that Matt and I experience now. Well, self loathing trumps micro fame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do, do I? Do you? I mean, Matt and I, Matt and I like talk all the time about like, oh gosh, like, do we? How much do we identify with like ourselves back then? But I feel like maybe all three of us have like, for the best really moved past those people like 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 
mm. become different people. I, I will say, you know, what's funny. Like a, a comment that I often get, like from people that, that listen to this podcast are like, you like, we still love the pod, but you guys don't really go there. Like you used to. And I'm like, what? Like ripping Anna Kendrick limb from limb publicly. No, we can't really do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, and sometimes I do think about because Bowen and I wrote for Vulture. I mean, like we we did the ranking things. Like one time, one of the one of the most iconic things, Bowen, that we did was what did we rank every Drag Race runway look? I think we did that. Which, which we had no business doing. We ranked every snatch game and every runway look. And now it's like we look back and it's like. Yeah, that was to that was to get that was to make seven hundred dollars each. But we had to. That's we, a lot. That's actually a lot. It was way Back more. Then. It was way more than we had been getting. Yeah, yeah. But you do what you have to do. You comment as as like a niche gay um, internet person, which I mean, we all know what it's like. But you when they when they're gonna pay you money and it's like I don't have to wait you know an extra day of tables that time. Like I'll go online and be a little snarky internet gay like. You know, yeah. I have the, I have the ability to do it and they're going to give me a hundred bucks to write this drag re- recap. So why not? Absolutely. Right, I mean, it was also right. a different time online. Like I was I was writing for Thought Cutter like from like 2010 to like 2012. Like it just wasn't like it's like when people like went on Twitter to like LOL get a job writing comedy. Like it was like like, you know, it was like the it was a much it was a much <laughs> Such easier a small window. Yeah, it was like it was like when you like couldn't do like a viral joke account and like like literally get a back deal from like literally being like blah 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 uh-huh. things say. Um, so it was like very like oh wasn't it so sweet and innocent back then? You know what I mean? It was a, yeah. it was an yeah. easier time. You know what I mean? I mean, people still came for me. Like Gawker used to write posts like literally ripping me a new asshole like every single day. But um, I loved it. <laughs> You loved it. You loved it. I we loved just it. We, we pissed we pissed someone off recently, Matt, on um, the three hundred songs. So in three hundred songs of the Great Global Songbook, we 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 meet me at our spot was somewhere in there, and we said uh, meet me at our spot by Willow and some guy named Tyler. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler Cole himself commented on my grid post. At least, thanks for the disrespect. Oh well. Oh. Listen, and I was like, I, I'm not going to engage in this. Like, this is like, you know, like he has like one of the biggest songs in the last like two years. He's fine. He doesn't yeah. need me to like acknowledge his existence. Whatever. What I was just like, oh, but people still get salty. But that's the thing is, it's like this thing of like this. You, I think the three of us know we are not to be taken seriously, and so when people yes. do, it's like, honey, that's your fault. You went ahead and lived life and decided to take me, Matt Rogers, seriously, and that's a that's that you need you know to invoke to the words of another podcast, seek treatment. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. if if you take anything I ever do or say seriously, it's a huge problem that you have. Seriously. Well, when I drag people, I take it very seriously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who do you, who's the last person with? you like genuinely dragged? Yeah. Who's the last person you like? Like openly? For? Yeah. Who do you hate? I guess. Is it, <laughs> is it okay to rehash it here? Well, no. I mean, I feel like. I feel like I'm pretty open about who I just like the housewives, the Bravo people, which is like kind of like whatever. Uh-huh. But I also mm-hmm. feel like. But I also feel like in that space, like going i'm going on watch what happens live like next month and it's like this interesting space where like you can drag but you can't like totally drag so no, no. it's i know uh, as, as we actually both know in different forms yeah yeah, yeah. so honey it's giving tightrope it's giving tightrope walk you know what i mean it's giving tightrope so it's a little like so that's a little tricky dicky but um 
I don't know. I can't be tamed, honestly. Like, I got a mouth, and, like, I, I, the more, I mean, the more famous people I meet, the more I'm convinced that everyone is truly mentally ill, and I get more annoyed by everybody being psychotic, and I don't feel like I want to hold back from any of that. Because I also feel like putting famous people on a pedestal is deeply wrong, because if anyone met anyone for five minutes, they would want to run away screaming if they're emotionally healthy. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I hope you don't take me um, coaching Sandra Bullock through uh, a line as psychosis. No, that was like you like were on set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was going to be my so, press anecdote. But, but sometimes you're on set. Sometimes you're on set. Sometimes you're on set. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you're on set. And yeah. even the most famous iconic actresses in the world don't know their fucking lines. And it ha- it's happening right now tonight. In Hollywood. Tonight, somewhere in Hollywood. Somewhere tonight, Julia Roberts is turning to her left, being like, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) And some overprepared little fag is like, "Uh, it's this. (laughs) Oh, my God. I met Julia Roberts once when I was 12 years old. Oh, Jesus. um, You know, Erin Brockovich, not to brag, you know that house that she lived in that had rodents? Yeah, iconic iconic bad house. Yeah, Yeah, she was deeply poor. That was my next door neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) What? Which, so you were, an Aaron, you were in Aaron Eckhart's house. Well, no, I mean, actually, oh. sorry. I was behind the house. I'm so sorry. I was behind but the house. still, no, you were not a neighbor, neighbor, bitch. When we got, when we got the, <laughs> when we got the notice, my, my heart fell to my asshole. And I literally looked to my mom and I said, mom, oh no, is she poor in the movie? Like I was like, because oh, we were, we were poor. So mom. yeah, well, I mean, like I was like, honey, <laughs> like if Hollywood's going to come here, it's not to like, you know, it's not for glitz and glam. You know what I mean? And then your mom, yeah. your mom dropped all the plates in her kitchen and said, "Who lives like this? Very Who lives bad. like this? Who lives oh, like God. this?" No, that was my that was my twelve year old dramatic ass after I saw Aaron Blackovich <laughs> in the theater's opening night. I was like, "Mom, how dare you, Julia? Julia, rescue me!" And I got her autograph. Like she autographed my uh, Us Weekly that she was on the cover of. Yeah, oh, iconic. Oh my. While she was on location, on set, as it were? Absolutely. She, honey, she was on set. Honey, she was on set. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope the, I hope the literal, like, 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 line on the cover was like, which one of Julia Roberts' tits are aliens? Like, you, Us Weekly became, like, truly trash, the like, Inquirer. around that time. But there was a time when it was respectable. And it's and kind of around that time. That was, okay, so that's so amazing that you actually, yeah, that's a really important thing it was still respectable. So she yes. was, it, it was like the last dregs of the respectability era. And I think it became yeah. quickly Us Weekly after she rapped, after she rapped set. But she was there for like two weeks, babe. I mean, it was like real. Like Julia was in the neighborhood. You know and what I mean? She was, wow. she was giving that Miss Wichita monologue like yards away from you. Oh yeah, of course. Are you kidding me? And they're called boobs, Ed. Actually, that was probably... No, that was that was somewhere else. But yes, yeah. of course, there was so much going on. I love that movie. I mean, it's, it's one of the great movies. Endlessly quotable. Yeah, it's incredible. It's movie. I always cry when she like. Where does she go to? She goes to like In the car. Mar- no, she goes to like Mar. It's when she gives the settlement to like either Marge or Cherry Jones. Marge. Oh, it's Marge. It's Marge. It's Mark Helgenberger. It's when she's. They say how much she says how much money is going to her family out of the settlement, and Marge goes. I don't even know how much money that is. <laughs> yes, yes. But it's also, but it's also, isn't it? Doesn't Cherry at some point go like, we're going to get the Aaron, right? We're going to get no, that's them, Mark. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Mark. That's Mark. Yeah. Oh, that's Mark. Oh, my God. We're going to get them. Cherry I, kind I, of is, 
I'm she's kind of stoic the whole movie. Cherry, Cherry doesn't really have, you know. yeah. Cherry doesn't show much emotion. Yeah, Cherry's the one that she has to convince and she's not budget. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. What yeah. the hell is her name in the movie? Um, Pamela oh, Duncan wouldn't even get on the phone with me. Pamela Duncan. Pamela Duncan. Honey, you better name your character. This is this is a huge <laughs> note. To all, I know there's a lot of actors listening, but there's also a lot of screenwriters listening. And so what I want to tell them is it's rule of culture name. number 102. You better you name, better name your, your character. character. Especially something like Pamela Duncan. Ms. Pamela Duncan, who's a tough bitch because she's been sick for a while and so have her kids. I can't come up with names. I'm like, that's literally, I truly like black out and I've never heard a name in my it's life. Hard. It's so it's hard. hard. It's so hard. I can't come up with a real sounding name. Like all my names are like, like all my names are like Pamela Guna or like, you know, like Mariah Tooch. Well, like, the, rea- <laughs> the reality is real, real names are stranger. They almost sound fake. Like Matt Ripple. That's a fake name. That's like porn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah, but, yeah. The, but the real names are actually like you, you wouldn't believe it. You'd write it and be like, this doesn't exist. And you're this like, actually. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts.
Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details okay can i say something about the book though what he does drag people who name their dogs human names yeah. And that is yeah. very much a direct drag on Jared Frieder. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, Jane? No, Jane, Jane is Jane. No, Jane is so cute. Jane's a cute name. There are certain names that are real that have versatility. Jane is verse, okay? It goes yeah, okay. Yeah. It can be a dog, can be a human. It but can then, go like, from Scott. dog to human. Scott, Scott or Scott no. is like a no, Scott can't be a dog. Name. No, and then I think in the book I named the Monica. Monica yeah, the, was dog, the, name. the dog's name is Monica. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> I think I actually think Monica is verse. No, it's not. Monica Ashley is not ver. Ash, you can't name a dog Ashley. I think you could. That's psychotic. <laughs> like Ashley, you can't be like Monica. Die. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what I love is the character in the book who's named his dog Monica is like a, a showrunner, head writer of a TV show, and yeah. it's so like my favorite character on Friends was Monica, and that's why I named my dog that in 1994. The dog's fucking old. But, you know, or maybe it's even lamer to have named the dog Monica after Monica from Friends in, like, 2019. Yeah, honey, it's mm-hmm. all profoundly lame. Have you ever worked on a multicam? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had the pleasure. Well, I guess Bowen sort of does. It's SNL's basically multicam. <laughs> rule of culture. It's rule of culture number 49. <laughs> SNL's basically SNL's multicam. Basically multicam. Oh my god, a picture just fell off my wall, and you know who that what is. Picture? Lauren. Oh my god, Lauren. Lauren. He's so mad. Literally, a photo of me from no. Have You Heard of Christmas just fell off the wall and plummeted to the ground, and it was the spirit of Lauren. No, that's Chuck Lorre. That's Chuck Lorre. He's like, <laughs> that's Chuck. he's like, don't you dare come into my Both house. Both these men still alive, by the way. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Well, Chuck Lorre's gonna be like weakened at Bernie's at some point. You're gonna like exhume his body yeah. from that. Yeah. Um, I let's just. <laughs> I definitely. I definitely. Let's just say I definitely love the book. Um, oh, good. Good. Uh, and it's it's really is so great. And like, you know what I love about this? And Bowen, we were saying. Short chapters. Mm. Yes. Oh, I love it. I'm so horny for a short chapter. Like, think yeah. about like think about less than zero. Think about play it as it lays. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot. I love a short chap, but also 
the way that happened wasn't even like a by design. I, I didn't even try to write a novel. It was just like a special had just shut down. We were in quarantine. It was like April. I realized that the world that we were living in was hell. And I was like, okay, like, why don't I build myself a new world that I can get lost in every few, like a couple hours a day. Mm -hmm. And then, so I just wrote a thousand words a day and I thought, oh, surely this will run out of steam. Like, I don't, this is just like, I, I, it was like a choose your own adventure. And so I would just write, yeah, I would write a thousand words a day and and feel like I was going to hit a wall, but then I just dot, 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 never did. So I Mm -hmm. feel like the short chaps were just how I wrote it once a day, basically. Yeah. Wow. I mean, isn't that like the the ideal creative scenario where you just like are plopping clay on the table over time and then by the end you're like, oh, I have a novel. I'm so fucking spooked because the experience was so TBH gorgeous. And I feel mm. like whenever you're supposed to talk about novels, you're like, oh, years, suffering, pain. Well, people can't stop talking about how hard it is. I'm like, shut up. Like, I'm sure it's hard. We're, I'm it sure is. it's hard. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> want to hear about how hard your process <laughs> no, was. I, no. I, like, there, there are some literal books, and I don't name names because I, I literally can't, but someone's autobiography, it literally starts continues to be about an end oh, with yeah, how hard yeah, it yeah. was to write the book. And I'm yeah, like, shut yeah. up, mama. Stop. Tell your funny stories and let's go. Wait, I feel like I know which one you're talking about. Oh, fair. I know, I know. Yeah, 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 here, bleep yeah. this out. Oh, oh, God, that went to deep cut. That came out like years ago and you could tell that was like held together by silly string. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, someone had a deal. Let's just say that. I, no, I also love like when they're like, "Ugh, I just like I had to write this book," and you're like, "No, you actually you didn't. didn't." And you, you didn't. have so much money, so like, why did you need this? And by the way, even like a lot of money in book is still like not a lot of money. So it's yeah. sort of like, why did you do this? Dot dot dot. Like so confusing. It's not like life changing. It's not life changing. <laughs> no, why it's like do, it's, why did you <laughs> do this? Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> like truly, like I'm sorry. Like like I'm sorry you were so miserable. Like you could have just literally sat this one out and still been <laughs> insanely rich. Yeah. Like how much yeah. money does one person need? You yeah. know. <laughs> I think that answer is going to scare a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like how much how much money? Well, I think being around really wealthy people, like the furnace gets bigger and bigger. You have to feed the furnace. And all of a sudden you can't imagine living life for under 20 grand a month. And you're just like, wait, like, like, and it's, that's when it gets a little spooky spaghetti. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very close to like pumping the brakes or just like looking through the books and being like, Oh, I honey. need to like slow my burn. A honey, bit, close you know? the book. Close, honey. That book is haunted. Close it. Close it. Close it. Close I don't it. know. I think like thinking the book is haunted is gonna like ruin my life if I keep mm. thinking the book is haunted. I mean, I should just get over my fear and just like do it. it. It's like it's like right. It's like starting an email that you like are dreading writing, or it's like every Saturday, like I like I I try to like watch the rehearsal tapes from the week and then I always dread doing it, but then I watch it and then it's fine. And I feel like it's that similar thing of like, Oh, I don't want to do this, but I know I have to, or I should. Mm-hmm. Mine, yeah. mine is, is never fun. At all? No, no, mine is never yeah. fun. Well, this is all about relatability. Um, no, no, mine is, <laughs> it's all about being salt of the earth. Oh uh, no, mine is never good. It's never like, I, I have never opened my bank and been like, Oh my, there's more than I like, oh, wow. I've actually not been so bad. It's always like, uh-huh, you must uh-huh. be joking. And it's because I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like an Uber SUV. Like honey again, like, are you okay? Like literally, are you okay? But like, mm-hmm. I need to be mm-hmm. like, if I'm going to the West side, I need to be swaddled in comfort. Like I need to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if it's a long distance, I mean, I don't know. Is this like. <laughs> that and no, that is the one thing now, now that I have 
now that I'm a gay man with with and who will have no children, who has money. no partner, and I have play money, what I have been blowing it on is is the the extra big lift, and like it's it's it's. It's, you guys don't need to do that. No, I no, know. It's so fucked up. But you know what? Though, I know. We do. We do. We do. I know. We do. We do. So. We do. No, okay. I mean, hello. Like to have control over the music. I mean, profound. Like literally being like, oh, can we do the Bluetooth hookup? I mean, are you kidding me? Gorgeous. And I can't stress enough how important it is in LA to be able to choose the words "quiet ride" because these girls are. They want to talk. Really, talk. these girls want to talk. Into talking, they want to talk. They're yep. so into talking, and you really get the craziest people in LA. I'm so sorry when you have like a regular lift. The regular lift drivers, some of them, and Bowen, you remember this? Do you remember, remember. when we were in LA? That crazy woman who drove us up a hill. <laughs> You remember that crazy Wait, woman who drove us rem- up a hill? Remind me, remind <laughs> me. Mama, it, it was in Silver Lake. I think we were going to like Billy's uh, Billy's house, and and we were being driven by this woman who was talking about how she wanted to make Lyft more of an experience. She was like, "I want to do Lyft, but it's also a hotel, I and remember. I'm a tour guide." I... <laughs> she she was literally like. She was running the show. We got in. I don't think we said a word. She was like, hey, my name is so-and-so, and I want this to be the best experience possible. In fact, I have a lot of plans. For my future, I want to open a lift where I don't leave you alone I the remember. entire time you're in L.A. I and it was remember. just like, I'm sorry, but if I can throw some money at this problem, a.k.a. get in a lift where I've chosen the words quiet ride yes, yes. you in LA you must and I yeah. if, if it's if it's that shitty thing that I'm spending expendable income on then that's that so be it it really but I'm saying, don't get the SUVs don't get like the, the why, right, not? Right. why not why <laughs> not the oh, environment Ryan Bo- 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 I'm right here okay <laughs> I'm right here like Wait. all, all I to say is that last night I had to go to Venice to eat vegan food. It's like the gay draft; you have to do it once a year. <laughs> and like literally, yeah. your, your name gets called. You have to go to Venice to eat vegan food. And <laughs> and I was like, I'm so profoundly unsoothed by eating, like having this moment that I need to get into an Uber. I need to play Protection by Massive Attack, and I need to literally zoom my way home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's wow. like that's literally what I need, and maybe some sneaker pimps too. Do you know what I mean? Like that's just sort of my vibe. And yeah, it was right. it was honestly like hashtag recommended. It was amazing. Listen, okay, all right. It sort of is. <laughs> Take it back. It sort of, it sort of, it, and Bowen, I mean, massive attack hive rise up. <laughs> massive attack hive rise up. Massive and also, attack. I mean, especially to and from airports. It's like get get me a uh, give me in a boat. Get me in another plane to my house. Yeah. Mm, also, not, because those mm, are the mm, only ones that pick you up at the LAX airport now. Well, you just have to get a car service. Right. But you have to get like call ahead and have someone. Call, you know what I mean? That's a call well, I don't know. That, that that might be a step too far for me. Listen to you. You're like Kyle Richard Stan suck, yeah. and you're talking like this. I'm really. A, I'm a bad influence, baby. Don't stick with me. Don't. Stick I with, won't. You'll, you'll be filing for bankruptcy in about like two months. It's uh, honestly, it's not okay. Wait, are you? Is this, go, Bo. Well, I was going to ask: Is this your? You, did, did you pick out this gorgeous wallpaper behind you? Um, no, it came with the house, but oh, great. <laughs> but we did we did Tom of Finland. We, we did we did install our own Tom of Finland wallpaper into the bathroom because we want to lovely, you know. So it's like guys getting DP'd while you pee, and I just felt like very appropriate. It was just like a yeah. way to like let the neighborhood know that like gays have moved in, the kids right. are dead. Like let's move on. Sure, you know what I mean, like, oh, you, you're inviting everyone from the neighborhood to the bathroom. Oh, absolutely. It's the only <laughs> right. way. It's the only way to know how to get to know people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Um, um, are you up to date on Beverly Hills? Have you watched the first two? Um, I've seen 
Yes, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yeah, it's it's so it, the first episode was so heavy. Obviously, um, Sutton's reaction was absolutely <laughs> bone chilling. Um, <laughs> absolutely bone chilling. Like it's truly like. And, and then when she doubled down on it, I mean, by the way, talk about. I mean, by the way, you mentioned me dragging Kyle Richards, but have you gotten to the amendum about Kyle Richards? No, not yet. I, Oh, I, okay. So I revised my opinion about her. And Later I in the book, you revised your yes, opinion on Kyle. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. And I and I say that she is she is kind of basic, but she's an excellent producer, and she provides access to Kim Richards and Kathy Hilton, which are national treasures. Yes. So the thing with Kyle is that, honey, she's producing. She's going to work, honey. She's pounding the pavement. Yes, she and, is. And she's very savvy, and she knows exactly how people are coming off. So when mm-hmm. when Sutton and her had the meet and greet, where she was basically like, "I'm going to give you the space to apologize for being a true sociopath yesterday," and then like you know Sutton double triples down on having a bad day, <laughs> then, <laughs> then you can see Kyle being like, "Oh, honey, like you're not doing this correctly." No. Do you know what I mean? She's very, no, which was what makes her a very good audience surrogate is that she knows what is being perceived, how things are going to come off. Absolutely. In, in but, the edit, yeah. But it's like, and like Lisa Ren is giving AI Cyborg this season. She was getting AI, AI Cyborg last season, but now it's really giving AI. It's like, I, I truly, like her soul has left the building. Mm-hmm. It's just a mm. lot of, it's a lot of screams. It's a lot of, yes, woo, girl, really, beautiful, ah, ah. You're going to be like, hey, it's so literally like a robot. Like I'm like literally like, honey, like, are you okay? Um, uh-huh. So, you know, I, look, I, I'm i stunned that we could be here in this place talking about Beverly Hills because there was such a profound nosedive in quality for about four or five seasons. Mm-hmm. And because I'm deeply unwell and will stick through these girls through anything, including Lucy Lucy Applejuice game. That was terrible. To, we have suffered so much collectively. They, mm-hmm. put, they put us through hell and we are finally being rewarded yes which i which i love but holy shit did we have to wait did we have to wait yeah the um you know what i love what what well talking about kyle like what what is what the my favorite thing about kyle is she is the best it's exactly what bowen said she is the best housewife at being us like she Mm. is all of us right now is very kyle richards vibes she can cry because someone is even feeling a little bit sad. She is extremely sympathetic (laughs) and she's very good at at least portraying empathy. And she is the bleeding heart of the show. But the thing with her is, and it's sort of what Dorit is not very good at. It always feels natural. Whereas with Dorit, I I think even though she's gone through an extreme trauma, she could not hide the fact that, and I'm sorry for people that disagree, I'm sorry, but in that scene where she's telling Mauricio and the girls what happened to her, there is a little glimmer of glee in her eye because she knows she is holding the center diamond and no one will be able to touch the storyline. And it's dark, but it's, it, 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 and you guys agree with me. You agree. Matt, I'm I'm getting full body chills because I I also felt that way, but then I felt so bad for thinking that way because I'm like, you know, reality shows have really kind of like done a number on me. Like, believe you know, yeah. Uh, in terms of like benefit of the doubt, I like feel like everyone's just a human garbage can after watching them. So, right. when, when Dorit was, when I saw the glimmer, when I saw that glimmer, <laughs> I was like, okay, Ryan, you're just, you just, you need to have some faith. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she, this is crazy. But I, I saw it, and I just think, you know, wow, 
It was intense. I'm saying it out loud. It was intense. Bowen, did you see it? I did. And I'm just thinking, I, I've always thought about this for all reality shows, like even like 90 Day, where it's like you see the fucking, you see the lighting rigs like mm-hmm. in the shot. Like you, you, like 90 Day doesn't really concern itself with like faking it that it's like an authentic moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, the, sometimes Housewives does that. But I go, something in your brain has to like a, like a small half lobe in your brain has to like die for you to like be able to live your life out while cameras are rolling in lights are like mm-hmm. blasting in your face that like you are only thinking ahead to like the tableau and the title sequence like where am i landing in the do i get center diamond like i think like I think you guys are right. I just don't necessarily blame Dorit. For I that. don't either. I no. And, yeah. and I do want to stress like I what happened to her is traumatic and and, and, and I, I think I, and I think it's real. I think it really happened to her. Let me say on the record some, I, some some people are getting to arguments with me saying I don't think it happened. I'm like no. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah, truly dark to say. I don't think but here's what I'm saying. I'm commenting not on Dorit. I'm commenting on the fact that it was like involuntary and that yes. is something that is uh, that I would state about all of the housewives. Right. The only person who I think it looked like abject was having a bad time with their shitty storyline recently has been Erica because I think that you know her entire image yeah. w- was at stake at like what happened and it was happening to her and what happened to Dorit had happened to her so whether it was yes. like part of her process or whatever moving forward I d- and and obviously she was incredibly upset and disturbed and traumatized and I'm sure we'll see it in future episodes I just think that when there are cameras on you in that scenario and yes, you, yes. and and what that what you were all trying to do is stay on the show, no you're not thankful that that happened to you, but there was a little moment where she activated and was doing housewives again on the show, which mm-hmm. is crazy considering there had been a gun in her face in her yes. home. And that is what I'm saying. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, it's like Bowen's right. It, re- it, re- it rewires your brain. It yes. really, yeah. it, it changes how you process things that happen to you. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. do look at things in terms of your life, in terms of storylines, in terms of like what your arc is going to be, whether or not you're going to be untouchable from criticism. And like, this definitely gets her a get out of jail free card for sure. Yeah. And, and it's just, I mean, I don't know. It's so profoundly disturbing to me but also like babe i'm here <laughs> babe i'm here wait i just want to ask you both thoughts on diana jenkins who i think is the best ho- n- new housewife intro in very years. exciting Since Dorinda, maybe yeah it's very exciting she's i mean she's a little i mean she's odd she's an odd duck you know what but, i mean a but little... we don't want normal woman fiends. no of course not and she's not giving that let me tell you that right now <laughs> she is not giving that she has of course she has the weird accent down Check. we have a weirder accent than dorit's we have more money than erica we have like more dismissive than like anything Vanderpump would ever do. Like when she came in and she said to the conflict of the show, this is tacky. We need a new topic. Classless. Said, this is classless. Classless. 
I love it. I love when a new housewife doesn't get the memo and really comes in hot and like blazes <laughs> through. And you're like, oh, honey, you blew your load a little quickly. Like you're already you're already producing because that, that that's the thing. Okay, I love her. Whatever, whatever. Like we'll see where she goes. But I think she's very, very conch of like what her job is. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm already seeing that happen. I'm already seeing like her mm-hmm. being like, okay, like what am I gonna do? Okay, well I'm gonna ruffle some feathers. I'm gonna be like, this is classless. Which by the way is like quite a supercut of like all the classless women saying this is classless. Like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah. honey, up, update computer, I'm bored. So it's like, you know, but, but so there is a little bit of like self-awareness, but that is a hallmark of the Beverly Hills franchise. They're yes. so, they're so savvy that that's part of, part of why the franchise has been less fun um, until, of course, <laughs> Erica Jane allegedly embezzled <laughs> millions of dollars. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God it got us all back on track. <laughs> but, um, but it's like, because they are so hyper fucking aware of what yeah, to do. Yeah. And it's just, it's not as pleasurable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do find it amusing that I, I, my theory is that uh, Asher, her partner, and her son are clearly fucking or something. I don't know. Like, oh, at, like I, I would that. love that. I would love that. The, the husband is. It, are they? I don't know if they're married or or they're they're just dating. They the are I believe or engaged or engaged. or like extremely serious. Either one. He he <laughs> he fucks dudes for sure. Yeah, Asher I mean, Broadway's Asher. Asher. Yeah. Broadway's I Asher. I don't know if I'd necessarily. Who greeted Garcelle like, hey, gorgeous. You look stunning. <laughs> no, like something I along know, those lines. I I hey, love mama. <laughs> look at you actually slaying the house down. By yes. the way, I loved your role in the Jamie Foxx show. I'm oh. a huge Garcelle fan. Yeah, that's my wife over there. <laughs> I, lo- I love when that gays- rich woman. <laughs> I love when gays infiltrate the simulation. I love when gays <laughs> I love when gays get in. You know what I mean? I they take yeah. and they take a, a a lonely, vulnerable, wealthy woman and they just they slide up and they just get right in there. You know what I mean? That's that's Plato's gay cave is that you realize <laughs> it's a projection and then you want to go into the projection. Absolutely. Yes. And gay grifter, I mean, hello, there's so many. Gay of grifter. Them. Gay grifter, it's like like tales of this time. You know I what mean, I mean Sutton literally will once a week, if you if you hang out at high tops enough, you will <laughs> see Sutton walk down Santa Monica Boulevard with her gay. Who no. allegedly was called a FAG by Kathy Hilton this season, although it's been, just been disputed. I hope <laughs> to see I that. Wish it, I want it to be true. I want it to be true. No, by the way, of course fucking like Kathy Hilton said that. <coughs> here's, here's the thing. There is some weird past that the Hiltons have always gotten in terms of their history with like racism. Yes, and like, like, 100%. Like, yeah, yes, and, and, like, always. Par- Paris Hilton has been openly Garbage. racist for like saying the N word, all these horrible things. And yes. she gets in like, people just like, then she's like, oops, I was traumatized by Utah boarding school. Yes. And people are like, <laughs> and people are like, oh my God, queen, we love a redemption narrative. Yes. We've been so harsh on you, blah, blah, blah. I mean, obviously both can be true, but mm-hmm. like, but it's just like, they're Republicans, babe. I don't know what to tell you. Like, Kathy Hillen yeah. is probably friends with gays. And then like, literally is like, love you like a sister and then votes against their rights when they're gone. I mean, like yeah. literally like, I don't know. It's like, it's not surprising to me. And anyone right. that thinks that they're like yeah. actually for them is like disturbed. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are limits to like restitution narratives that are like very much in vogue right now. Like, I don't know. You you got to go like, well, Paris Hilton was, is like uh, kind of like pound for pound, like a, a bad person, you know, <laughs> like 
Just like in terms of like, if you like go through, like if you sort of look at the totality of the person of Paris Hilton, like, right. and like I just I say this to someone who's met her <laughs> with Matt. Same. God, we've changed. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't love you. Uh, I don't like, I don't like worship you the way that like I think she thinks that everyone else does. I don't know. Yeah. I, anyway, I definitely. Um, well, here's what I'd say about Paris Hilton. We definitely sang her second most famous song to her nothing in this world. nothing, nothing in, in this world, world which by the way is the better one it's, the better, it's one. the better one it's the, it's better, one. the better one yeah. and so that's in yeah. in just just uh to sort of own up completely to our standum to her face yeah. your hands are not clean <laughs> no There's they're blood. not we know we There's know blood on your hands well being gay is a complicated job okay? it is it is it so really true. is it sometimes really it's is. a conflict of interest <laughs> being gay is a complicated job title of app title of app There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. 
We got to ask Ryan the question. We really do. Matt, why don't you do it? Ryan, this is the big question of Las Culturistas. And the question is as follows. What was the culture that made you say culture is for me? Okay. Can I be like a pretentious bitch about it? Yeah, 100%. Yes. Okay. (sighs) Growing up, I loved indie films. Okay. I did. I love. Oh, here the, we go. The the era of Greg Araki. Okay, so uh, who, by the way, this is uh, this is my I've changed moment. I've become friends with Greg, <laughs> and <laughs> like Greg doesn't understand how important he is to me. Like I think really well. I mean, oh. I told him. I've told him, but he's kind of like lol town USA, and like doesn't really like take anything seriously. So I'm kind of like okay, but no, like I'm truly addicted to you, and like. Not only did you introduce me to Shoegaze, which is like the only music I listen to, mm. but it's like, but also like your, you know, like the Living End and Nowhere, the Doom Generation, like, yeah, like Kaboom, White Bird and a Blizzard, like it's just so seminal. I mean, like, and but especially in the early '90s, he was making these gay art films that were just so incredible and so funny and dark and weird. So like. I watched those as like a very, very, very small child because my parents mm. didn't give me any rules. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was, I was doing that. And then I was like watching. And then of course, so like Greg was really important to me. And then uh, Parker Posey, which is mm. like the day trippers house of yes. Um, like, uh, you know, um, clock watchers with Lisa Kudrow yes, and Tony Collette and Alani Yubak. I mean, I was like an indie film fucking freak i had this babysitter who was a lesbian well not at the time like not out but like honey game recommended energetically game. she was yeah which she literally was a softball <laughs> coach which was a little on the nose but yeah um and she took me to see last days of disco when i was like 10 years old the like with uh chloe sevigny mm-hmm. and like uh. i just i just loved those movies so so deeply and i was like okay there is like a gorgeous life i felt like Belle and the beauty and the beast like there must be more to this potential <laughs> life I mean, you know, as we know, I grew up on Aaron Brockovich Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then these were this was your library in the Beast Castle. You were like, Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. And then another major moment was watching the show Popular, uh, the Ryan Murphy's first show. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. there was these two truly, truly deranged characters, Mary Cherry and Nicole Julian. Um, oh, we know them. Oh, you know, yeah, Leslie Grossman and Tammy Lynn Michaels. Mm-hmm. And oh, Leslie Grossman, also a person that I've met and hung out with. And I'm like, you don't so understand cool. what this is. I know. Yeah. I know. She, she, she like downplays her whole, yeah, like what she means to gay people. No, I know. Or just, By the or just way, people. No, I know. By the way, we went to La Scala, of course. And she, like, <laughs> and also, and also, she gave me a ride home. She's like, do you need a ride? I was like, um, wow. Sure. How was the yeah. driving? Because I feel like that could go either way. It was incredible. It was a natural. Right, it was a. Na- it was. It was a natural extension of the moment. Great. It was a natural. You wow. know what I mean? It was. It was not. It was not like oh, this got awkward now that we're like not at church. You know, a scholar. Um. So <laughs> she yeah. truly is an icon that I feel like people. She really everyone. Is. Everyone knows in their heart, but but for some reason, like maybe not everyone knows her name, but like she is like singular. Yes. Yeah. She's that girl. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, I was that bitch. Like, I saw Virgin Suicides in the theater when I was, like, 12. And I was, like, mm. okay, obsessed mm. with Sofia Coppola, obsessed with Kirsten Dunst. I mean, I've always been obsessed with Kirsten. So, like, but, like, Popular was the first time, truly, I think I realized I was gay. Because there used to be this message board called Television Without Pity, mm-hmm. um, which was, like, 
the original episode recap, but it was like 1998 Dell computer vibes. You know what I mean? Yep, so it was like, yeah, okay. Oh my God. Say, okay, of course. Yes. <laughs> um, it's like a lifeline. Yeah. Um, and I remember like there was one episode of popular where they're like, oh, this is about Josh because, like getting on the football team. Who cares? The only people watching this are women and gay men. And I was like, and me. <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> and then, and then uh-huh. I was like, Oh, wait. Oh, right. I think I might be gay. And I mean, I was like literally like in um, roll call in middle school saying like, they'd be like, Ryan O'Connell be like, thank you. Like Nicole Julian, like yeah. literally like, I, <laughs> like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, it seeped you. into your personality. Oh, Ew. I became, I became Nicole Julian and Mary Cherry. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. was like the first time I really understood like a queer sensibility and what that meant. Yeah. And then of course, you know, you mosey on over to Susan Sontag's notes on camp and then it's all makes sense to you. You know what I mean? Yes. But yes. Th- those were, I mean, it was, yeah, it was basically that. Me being like an indie little bitch. It's uh, my crush being Parker Posey. You know what I mean? Yeah, your crush. <laughs> <laughs> that's, really, that's, that's really, um, the breadth of that is, is, is really, is great. That's you know, I've, yeah. been, I've been watching I, a lot of Christopher Guest lately and truly just, I honestly think what she does in those movies too is just, it's so people don't she is like she honestly deserves like a lifetime achievement Oscar now for how singular she is to cinema and how she important how important she was in the world you described and also just the world of those mockumentary films like she is truly singular and needs even if I don't even know if she wants this but she needs the moment that like Jennifer Coolidge is having that that like Honey, of course she wants it are you yeah. kidding me oh, but, but part of her makes me feel like she might be just too fucking cool for that like she doesn't give a fuck but then again no. she was in Superman she was no honey I think she really wants it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I mean who doesn't you know what I mean but I think I think she's having her moment she's in the staircase which by the way I, mm. I I typically don't even watch scripted. Besides, I love that for you, which of course, <laughs> which which by the which I, I'm not even kidding you. Like I am so obsessed with it, genuinely. Oh, thanks, and babe. I'm you so are happy. so, so good. Matt, you're so fucking funny in it. I'm like, Thank okay, you. she's an actor. Like, okay, like she's giving actor. Like, thank I you for saying it. this. I'm appreciative. It's, it's honestly, it's it's really just fun. To, that character's fun to play, which is like, thank fucking God, because we get, I mean, we get offered so many things that are just like, you know, come in and like ask someone where the, where you want to put something down. And so you get a character that's like fun to play and you don't have to write yourself. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I cannot, mm-hmm. I cannot. It, and also it's just like deliciously weird. It's a weird show. Mm, thanks. Like, I appreciate it. I just love like when a show is not afraid to just be like cuckoo magoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's definitely giving Vanessa. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's, it's that. so much Vanessa, yeah. but in the best way. In the best, you know, way. I love it. No, I know it's insane. She can literally just exist, and it's like <laughs> legit Lowell Town USA. But that's it's Parker. I, th- and yeah. I guess that's what I mean about like maybe she doesn't even give a fuck because she to me exists in a different plane of existence, and like she need not care about all that shit. But then again, I guess it does matter. It does. It absolutely matters because of course, like she works really hard. I mean, anyone that works really hard, like once recognition that's sort of like mm-hmm. in the i mean for someone to be beyond that is either like lobotomized or lying you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so we love actually um my friend craig just directed her in a movie with lisa and i was oh, like first fun. of all oh my I was like, god you're hanging out you're hanging out with literally half of clock watchers which he's never yeah. seen and i was like okay um and i was like i'm literally like gonna fly to fucking massachusetts and like crash this this is insane <laughs> I would be like, I would be so overwhelmed being, and by the way, I don't want to meet 
like we talked before, like I don't want to meet any famous people because Me neither. I, I, I'm scared of all of them. And like, they're usually very unwell, but like Lisa, I would say Lisa's one I would want to meet Lisa Kudrow, Parker Posey. I would love Mary Kate Olsen. I would love, <laughs> I would love Chloe, Chloe Sevigny for sure. I bet that one's Chloe. achievable. I know, but I, mean, I think that's kind of it. I think those are like my, my four that I actually would want to meet. Everyone mm. else can literally like go. I, I'm just, avoid you know what i mean yeah yeah oh and i guess honestly to kim cattrall was someone that i was obviously a big fan of and now she plays my mom so that was actually really amazing how, i was wondering oh how, honey, how what, what honey, was that what was that like honey she's mage first of all i like the, i think that people are entering an era of like realizing how funny and cool she is like did you see that variety interview oh, she I, did i but, didn't read it but you, Oh my god, you I, should. I saw. Okay, okay, you should, because she is so fucking funny. She's dry as a goddamn bone, and mm-hmm. she just, like, gives no fucks in this really refreshingly honest way, which, like, honestly, if you've been working forever, like, why should you give any fucks? Like, live mm-hmm, your best right. fucking life and, like, be honest about things, and, like, that's mm-hmm. amazing. So I feel like people are, like, really addicted to her right now, which, like, working with her was such a dream. She was such yeah. a delight. She just, she just gets it. She just fucking gets it, yeah. which, like, you know, it's not always the case. Right. Totally. I, yeah. I mean, um, Bowen and I sort of feel we've said on this podcast that, well, I, Bowen, do you agree with me when I say if you've been famous for 15 years at this point, you have, to, you need to retire. I think we need all new yes. famous people. We, we, we need were saying new famous people after oh, the Chris Rock, oh, oh. Will Smith slap. I think we got on um, Insta Live and we're like, I think we just need a refresh. We can talk about some people case by case, but general rule, if you've been famous for 15 years or more, Probably we need to. I'm not saying they go somewhere. I'm just saying they stop doing and being who they're being. No more fame yeah. after 15 years. Yeah, that's so true. We should put a timer on it. And if they've evolved correctly, they should be glad to have the timer run out. Right. <laughs> that's a big fat if. <laughs> the, the, the th- I mean, yes. But the thing with, too with like Kim Cattrall is like every single thing she says about not wanting to be on Sex in the City. I 100% understand and agree valid. with. Yeah. It's completely valid. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't stop me from watching and just like that and being like, maybe at the finale she comes around the corner knowing full well that she, she will never. not. And I also like, you know, I do like the the part of me that's like the most basic, like really does want that. But also I completely as a human being, whenever Kim is asked to speak about it, which I can't believe she is, but she is. And she says, no, the answer is no. It's a flat out no. It's a hard no. I'm not doing it. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy those people. It was a job. I'm always like, yes, literally. And and, and everyone shut up. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's like that question of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, how much money do you need? Like, clearly, mm-hmm. like she doesn't, you know what I mean? It's like, Think clearly, about she it like that. yeah, yeah she, it's like, you know, she wants to be happy. Famously, she doesn't want to spend, you know, more than an hour somewhere where she's not <laughs> having the time for her G-damn life. I was like, okay, love. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's exactly what she should be doing. Instead, you know, all the other ones are just like, sure, we'll take this, like, rusty old wagon out for a spin again. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, oh, my God. Yeah. What a horror show that show was. I cannot wait to watch 40 more seasons. <laughs> we, are, we feel similarly. <laughs> it is truly like it's sex in the Sim city. Like I truly like, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone when I'm watching it. I really mm, feel like right. it's like giving Westworld. You know what I mean? It's like not, it's not real. None of it is real. None of it is founded on like 
human emotions. I do think that once you enter a tax bracket, you become so emotionally unintelligent. <laughs> I think that really shows. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, you really haven't met anyone in like 20 years, have you? Do you know right. what I mean? I, I always say like when you live in the canyon for too long, you lose reception. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh I, my God, that's genius. No, I mean, it, it feels true. But speaking of like, I mean, we are... We are on record here on at Lost Culture Recess as thinking that, um, and just like that, is written by third graders. But the thing is, like, I I would if if I could inject it into my body, I would. Yeah. Um, and speaking of revivals slash reboots, you are um, of course sort of iconically a writer and star of the new Queerest Folk revival. So I would like to ask pose this question what was your experience with queer as folk outside of masturbating to select clips of it <laughs> um that's basically it um no and, i mean and, I'm, and thank you for being honest about that no i mean here's the deal here's the deal <laughs> and peacock media training is gonna hate me for this um <laughs> but basically um i watched like anyone else i watched the u.s queer as folk incognito blockbuster video you know what i mean like literally like inspector gadget like there we go under the covers Mm -hmm. and i was obviously very titillated i was definitely like 12 year old hard um like all (laughs) all the things right yeah but of course after like the cum and euphoria washed off of me yes um i was like oh being gay is gonna be hard for Mm -hmm. me it's not gonna be good oh i don't see me on that dance floor by the way this is not me like holding them to task in 99 be like why are there no queer disabled people like right 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 right, right. give me a break sweetie it was like revolutionary it was it was absolutely groundbreaking you know now it's 2020 like and so but i but that that watching it in a way like it did a number on me, like no JK. And, the, and this is when I got like corny about like representation mattering, but it did because that's the only lifeline that I had. And it was just sort of like, and again, it's not a fault of theirs. It's not me dragging them, but it's just sort of like, okay, well, I don't see myself having any kind of life that looks like theirs. Mm-hmm. So like off mm-hmm. to the celibacy world I go. Um, and so, you know, I feel like in this today's oversaturated reboot climate, I feel like, Queer Folk is one of those rare things that can actually justify its existence because right. so much has fucking changed. It, like, and it's yeah, honey, yeah. like we we were running on Safari for a long time, and now it's time to go to like you know Firefox or you know maybe even Monterey or Big <laughs> Firefox Star, is better than Safari to you. I think no, sorry. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Chrome. See, Mozilla. See Chrome, Chrome. See, this is what, like, <laughs> clear, clearly I'm not I'm sorry, a tech girl. I'm not a no, please. Fact, <laughs> that fact, would be fact, very queer Bowen, to be honest with you. Fa- fact check me because I'm not a tech girl and you're right. It's Chrome. <laughs> okay. It's giving Chrome. Yeah. It w- I'm just saying it's it would be Chrome. super queer to be like, I'm I use Firefox. You know what yeah. I mean? Like oh, to, to oh, clear as a Firefox queer user. Browser. It's actually rule of culture number sixty. Firefox is Firefox the queer is browser. Qu- the queer browser. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I, but I, I actually had never, I, at the time, obviously I wasn't thinking about it at all. Cause I was like a white gay kid living yeah. in a very white world. And I see this and it always like intimidated me because it, it I, I felt like e- even, even from that perspective, it did present a world where you had to be like either very sexually experienced or yes. find someone who was going to be your teacher because yes. that, that was really, that was really my imprint on it was, it was this very 
I don't think I understood a thing that was going on. I just like because I was so preoccupied, like viscerally understanding what was happening when I was watching it. So but I never thought about it as something that felt like exclusionary because obviously it included me, a future right. version of me. In right, it. right. Of yeah. course. But it's interesting that you felt included, but you still felt very overwhelmed. And I think that speaks yeah. to like, I think that speaks to like, even like the hypersexualized nature of the show, which like, I mean, I mean, gay sex for days, you know me. Yeah. Um, but it's like this idea of like needing to be really amazing in bed and like mm-hmm. knowing how to do all things and like feeling, you know, sexually inadequate, which I think a lot of gay men grapple with in a yeah. very real way. Um, because we have been so hypersexualized and, you know, there's all these stereotypes of us, like, which is fine. It's all like whatever, but it can kind of do a number on your self-esteem and like the sexual arena. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. Totally. So it, it was, it was chic. Cause like if 12 year old me, like, you know, quietly masturbating into the covers, um, knew that I was going to be in the reboot, it'd be like, okay, you really are a Virgo. Go off. <laughs> that is pretty, but honestly it has to be surreal. What, what is the like, um, connection between this one and the original? Are there any people that were involved in the original, like weighing in? Or no, like, no, no. Uh, uh-uh, which a lot of people on the internet seem to be upset about. I'm like, honey, like move mm. on.org. I don't know. <laughs> you, can, mm-hmm. you, can, you can watch the old ones on DVD, honey. It's a different, it's a different era. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, there, there's no, there's no like connective tissue. I mean, there's like things that like feel spiritually resonant with like the original one, like there's Babylon in the new one. Mm. Um, but it feels very much its own distinct show, which I was really, really excited about. And I don't know, it was just really cool. Also like writing for an all queer cast because we could be as messy and complicated as we wanted to be without feeling like we needed to represent an entire like swath population, mm-hmm. um, right. which I think sometimes people do feel that burden a little bit. I mean, I never do TBH, but like it can be a problem that, you know, shows run into. And it was just amazing to just like be like, Oh, this person's queer. This person's queer. Like, I feel like, you know, a straight person on the show is basically a diversity hire at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. It, was, it was really fun. I wasn't even supposed to be in it either. Steven was like, oh, like, you know, do you, like, you should be in it. And I was like, oh, okay. She's dusting off the So that shoes. was, that went from just you being in the room to you being on the cast? It was, it was when we met to be on the show and I was originally just meeting to be a writer and he was like, I want you to be on the hmm. show, like as a series regular. And I, I, I still have a very complicated relation with acting, which is right. very relatable. Tune in. Oh my God. And I, yeah, you, you have to tell these things behind bulletproof glass. It's like literally so obnoxious, but it's like, I wasn't supposed to star in special. And then I was, and then I thought after special, I would be done and never do it again. And, um, and to go from that to this very quickly, it's been like, I, I don't know. And like, I don't know. I just like feel, I just have a lot of feelings about it and whether or not I I think I have a lot of imposter syndrome, TBH. I have a lot of imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because um, I didn't go to school. I I take writing very seriously. I really do. And I, and, and uh, with acting, it's like, I just kind of fell into it in this way. And I have a lot of guilt about that and like whether or not I'm deserving to be there. Do you know what I mean? But (laughs) well, I can see feeling like that because but the the thing about you is like you are a very authentic person and that comes through on screen. And I think that like you have such there is such a singularity to you that I feel like I understand like you didn't go to school for acting. You feel like you're taking it from someone who did maybe or like whatever that is. But there's also something to say for like 
I mean, what we do is about communicating and you are a very clear and good communicator, <laughs> both on the page and on screen. Right. And so, I mean, that's not a mistake and you deserve it. Thank you. And there's I'm, also something to be said about, there's also something to be said about you acting in extension to your writing and you've only acted in things that you've written. On yeah, I've never, I've never auditioned. Like, I can't do mm. that. That would, that would like give me, like, I can't. Well, first of all, I'm a control freak. Second of all, so much of what, for, well, no one's banging down my door, of course. But like the few things I do get, it's like to play like someone, you know, it's to play like someone from Pretty Little Liars, piano teacher. Like it's not. It's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it's not like and 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 I I remember the first time I re- I remember when Special came out. I was like, oh, I guess I should get an acting agent. I guess like see what that's mm-hmm. about. And I remember I got my first thing was for the Lovebirds with Issa Rae, and it was. Mm. awful i mean it was it was really bad and i remember i called my agent and i was like can i rewrite this and like genuinely <laughs> and she was like no you have to go in there and do it as written i'm like but it's bad and she's like you can't rewrite it and i was like oh then i can't do this i'm like can i i said mm. can i ever rewrite anything and she goes no and i'm like so i have to take these pages i have to do that and she's like <laughs> yes and i was like oh then don't send me anything I want an actor to come into something that you wrote and have the gall to go to you. Hey, I'm thinking about reworking this scene. Yeah, they won't because they, they won't because it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I just yeah. don't get it. I'm like, it's like so much of it is so bad. I can't, yeah. I can't wrap my head around it. It's it just is like, true. It's so bad, and like, and also part of it is I'm a control freak, and I like to be you know, involved, but you know, in so many different ways. Otherwise I I get kind of bored. I like doing all the stuff. It's really exciting to me. Um, And yeah, so it was a really, it was really exciting experience. Plus living in New Orleans, it's like so fun. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been? Neither of us have. Neither of us have. Ah, you guys. Isn't that weird? Like that is like, I think that and that Denver where Bowen is from and like (laughs) Nashville. Well, he's from Aurora, but. Okay, Denver. I love that pregnant pause. I was well, because, like, because that. how close From. is Aurora to Denver? Oh, it's like uh, like eight miles outside of the downtown. Okay, so well, it's extremely it's, 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 close. It's an exurb. It's an exurb of, yeah. See, and that's, went, I didn't know if it was like a Dallas-Fort Worth thing where it's like people from that Fort Worth are sort of claiming Dallas. No, well, not like that. It's not like that. You went to high school with Liz, right? I did. Yeah. I did go to high school with our friend Liz Alvarenly. Yeah. Love, 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 love. Uh, yeah. She's a writer we were, uh, she, and frequent pool guest. Yes. I mean, she's, <laughs> in that, honey, she's in that pool. She's in that pool. I love that pool, by the way. <laughs> it's a cute little pool, Jared's pool. But yeah, Liz, Liz, was, Liz was BFF <laughs> with Yang, Bowen's sister. With my sister Yang. Oh, yes. amazing. Love. Oh my yeah. God. Small world after all. The first Christmas parties that Yang would throw at our house in college. Like she would invite Liz over and Liz would just regale everybody because at the time she had the chicest job out of anybody, which was like being like Tyra Banks's assistant's assistant or, or whatever the hell. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. she was. And, and she was, was also, yeah, yeah, she was she was Heidi Klum's assistant too. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, that was Heidi yeah. Klum and then and then it was Tyra and then Tyra. she got a, she got uh, hired at Awkward, I think. That was yes, one of which, was also, which was also my first writing job too. But we really? Yeah, but we missed oh, each other. That, oh, well, we missed each other by a season. She did season three, and I did seasons four and five. But yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. I Wait, know. so she was moonlighting as like supermodel assistant for a, yeah. for a, quite a while. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what supermodels need. And Tyra, who was on, I love that for you. The, all, yes. all these little full circle moments. Or not Tyra full circle, truly but just came connective. in. Yeah, there are little supermodels are connected to all of us. 
Of course. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so for saying like it. Her, and, and that's the thing it. is it's like, they live in our world. You could be one. I'm, that's, yeah. I'm talking to all the aspiring. We have a lot of aspiring actors, writers, and models that listen to <laughs> Lost Culture Recess. And I'm telling them, you are in closer proximity to Heidi Klum than you think. Keep going, mama. I'm saying that to everyone that listens right now. Keep going, mama, no matter what you're doing. I feel going, like mama. you guys are giving model. I feel like photo shoots for days. Love, addicted, finding Not your truth. Well, he's, he's commenting on recent shoots. Yeah, recent <laughs> shoots. What do you mean? You guys are like, hello. Again, Bowen, we were on the same cover of a magazine. I know what you can do. We were on du- we were on dueling covers, which is like pitting two gay people against each other, which is <laughs> so not unfair. Okay. It's so fucked up. I, I loved yours. I no. loved yours, by the I, way. I know. I loved I loved every other photo except for the cover. Except for the cover. I thought it I was thought, so sweet. Oh God. It was like it, it was like giving like infantilized like people because I it's a it's I a larger it. issue I have of like being disabled. People are like, oh my god, he's so cute. And you're like, honey, I just want to be hot. I want you to absolutely rail me. Just, into call, just tell me I'm yeah. pretty. Yeah, no, I can literally just, just tell I me want, I'm pretty. I want yeah. to be absolutely railed. And like, <laughs> I like, I'm like, don't make me do this like five year old, like, you know what I mean? It just makes me like feel gross. Getting all pretense out. Like, yes, it is a little bit about that. Like, everyone wants to be railed. And so when they say to you, we can dress you up in a way that if people look at the picture, they'll want to rail you. It's like, yeah, then sign me up for the railing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I did my, I did like my first kind of like nude shoot like last week, which I was like, oh, oh. love. Well, because it's like uh-huh. when you're around gays, first of all, it's immediately safe and it's immediately horny. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like yeah. already like, like, really? and, you know, and you know that you can like take it there. Like, or like, it's like, well, and actually it's an interesting dance. You're kind of like, okay. And then I, of course, like I'm a shy girl. So I need like, and then I'm like, oh, do you like, and then, you know, you see the, what the options are for clothes and you're like, oh, okay. Like, right. There's, there's already like 80 jock straps like on <laughs> the thing. So like, this is already going to be what it is. Okay, great. Love that. So, okay. Okay. We're going to, let's, let's push the pedal to the metal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I loved it. I thought it was like, it was very empowering. It was very chic. Like, you know, I just feel like you got to have those moments. Those like little thoughty moments. Yeah. I mean, we, the thing is, it, 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 it's, it's, it's part of it. It's part of it. Well, again, um, you just had a thoughty shoot I just had, too, I had, I had a, I had a thought shoot for a gay letter I, I i did a thong how did you and feel about it i you know what made me feel better the fact that joel kim booster and cola scola were also doing it when yes. i heard that we were all doing it i was like okay it's sort of like when you hold hands with your girls in order to go into the haunted house like for me personally <laughs> i need i need two girls on each of my arms when i go into the haunted house or else i'll be really scared like if wait, i wanted to haunted house by myself no seriously i'd be so scared wait so no, oh my, my god, god no. that's so interesting oh my god yeah well, it's really interesting uh, do you do you do haunted houses what do you mean like, <laughs> like like do you like them do you like to go into a haunted house no there's like a lot of things haunted. i don't the thing no i don't you don't like scary things i don't no no i do i like scary movies yeah see like, i'm ha- so opposite so like crazy. yeah i don't do like I, there's too much activity like ha- haunted house I and mean, we, we talked about like when you guys talked about going to like that not berry farm thing. I'm like, what is this? I don't understand. But well, I support you. <laughs> um, all I'm saying is things that are scary are 
are easier with friends. And because, because, because <laughs> and, they did and, it, I was like, okay. Including nude photo shoots. <laughs> including nude photo shoots. We didn't all do it at the same time. I think that would make me a little scared. Although well, Bowen and I did recently do a shirtless photo shoot together for the cover of this podcast. That's oh, so yeah. fun. Did you love that? It was so quick. It wasn't scary at all. And then no, we were I also giving, we, we, we were giving um, little, sexy little harlots as a, as a goof. Yes, 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 totally, totally. Well, see, I I need to be lubed up. Like at first, they were like, <laughs> "How willing? How far are you willing to go?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, no, no!" Like, what are you mean? What are you talking about? I was like, "No!" Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I was like, "Give me the give me the full body suit." And then literally cut to like three songs later, I'm literally playing "Treat Me Like a Slut" by Kim Petras, and I'm like literally showing hole. and like literally. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, they're like, wow, this escalated quickly. And I'm like, <laughs> treat me like a slut. Uh, honestly, uh, there's a reason why we all fucking love it. Oh, is because honey. we know what it sounds like in our voice. No, treat me like a slut. Like when I listened to it for the first time, it was like basic gay slut activated. It literally was like, beep, 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 beep. it was like, okay, let's go. I was yeah. like, t- talk about a cyborg. I was literally just like, yes, I want to fuck, 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 fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's amazing. Something so something about Kim is so activating. It's it's really like some it's like beyond star quality. It's beyond like charisma. There's something about like there's a command to her voice or oh, something. Absolutely. Like absolutely. it is her voice. It's you know what it is? It's literally the resonance in her voice. It's she's yeah. here. It's she is she it's like it's like it, uh, it's almost like she's punching a code into our brains when yes. she sings. Yes. Well, she can push the she pushes order. the air through. Her mm-hmm. songs yes. are in order? Uh, an order, yeah. Like, yes. No, they're in order. Like they're a call yes. to action. They're literally yes. like, again, yes. It's, yes. like a, it's like a it's like a robot giving you a command and you're like, okay, right. I will be a slut because you said so. Like literally, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. great. You know yeah, what I mean? You, you can't be relaxed. And this is not a knock on her. It's just you can't be relaxed listening to her music. It's what you're saying. It is activated. It is an order. It is a call. Like, whereas like if she had a voice like Sade. If her vocal tone was, you know, giving Tony Braxton, <laughs> we'd sit back in our chairs. You know, you'd say light the blunt. But with with Kim, you're not lighting the blunt. You're sort of taking the pill. No. no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The first time I ever heard Streaming Like a Slut, it was it was when we were shooting a dance scene at Babylon and everyone like took off their shirts and danced. And it was like it was giving '90s throwback. Chic. I loved it. It was mm-hmm. it was like there I could not have, I could not have done that without Kim. I could no. not. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I could not. Sh- Sade has to do a, uh, a slut pop cover album. Oh. Treat um, me like a slut. <laughs> I'm a dirty bitch. I love. Uh, honestly, I would listen to that all. Like, yes, absolutely. The put that in my veins. I'm ready. Oh my god! I, I think we do. It. I still, I still do spin that Kim. I'll tell you that 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 EP. <laughs> I spin that Kim. Wait, what is that? An EP? No, the EP with with Treat Me Like a Slot. I mean, oh, right, pop. right. I, sp- oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I really do. It's held up in my rotation, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. It's only been out for like three months, by the way, I should say. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> the, but, but that's a comment on the transient nature of pop, you know? Sure, sure. Like we're Absolutely. asked, we're asked to consume so much. Although you know the girls are really mad right now, and what? we've had several people on this podcast come on and talk about the TikTok of it all in pop music. Like this, Musicians, this is a big TikTok. This is a yeah. big thing right now. Like Halsey is taken to her TikTok to be, or her Instagram or whatever to be like, 
there's a song I'm obsessed with that I really want to release and my label won't let me because it's not TikTokable or they need to find out how to make it TikTokable or and I need and I'm not viral enough on that. And oh. Marin Morris mentioned it and it's been mentioned uh, other times and it seems like like this TikTok thing is like really 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 now shaping the music that we are even given an opportunity to listen to i feel like old lady rose from titanic being like it's been 84 years like, i'm literally like i don't even know what any of that means i'm literally like okay just, neither like, do i just that just that like it, it, it's motivating the reason why like songs are shorter now right yeah. right, right it's, it's you like, know, again it's rewiring our brains yeah Totally. Yeah. It has to be a certain like BPM so that there can be like dances like, you know, choreographed to it and stuff like that. Oh, that's so dark. So, We're like just bowing at the you know. altar of TikTok. Yikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I'll be listening anyway. to my slow dive alone in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, the possibilities are, well 
endless. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Bone, do you think it's time? I think it's time. I think it's time for I Don't Think So Honey, a sort of celebrated segment um, of the podcast, which really asks um, the hosts and guests of the podcast to do one thing, rant against something in culture for 60 seconds. That's absolutely pissing us off. Um, I have something that happened to me today that I would like to get off my chest. Okay. All right, yeah. we'll start with you, Matt. This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey's Time Starts Now. I don't think so, honey. My AirPods are in. My walk is a strut. Unfortunately, no matter where I go, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm listening to music, I am strutting, and I know what you're going to say to me when you tap me on the shoulder if we're running into each other. What are you listening to? You're absolutely strutting. I'm gay. It's a part of the way that I express myself. I can't not strut when I walk. You're not like <laughs> making a new res- like observation when you tell me, oh my God, you were absolutely strutting strutting i know my airpods were in it could be literally um, 30 seconds. you know there will there could never be back to before from ragtime or it could be ariana grande live album i'm strutting when i'm listening to music my, the synapses fire from my brain it goes to my hips and when i sort of go into a fugue state where i'm just sort of doing my thing running 15 errands, seconds my body just turns into a strut i'm gay it's a part of who i am and my dna makes my body act this way i'm a strutter i'm not a sort Five of a stroller i'll never Ever be a stroller don't ask me something like that i can't accomplish for you i'm a strutter i don't think so honey and that's one minute don't apologize uh, you know what uh, maybe i did say the words i'm sorry in that call back to the book um maybe huh. i did say the words i'm sorry a bunch in that i don't think so honey but what i'm what i really want to do is just say i'm accepting it about myself and when yeah. people call it out to me i feel self-conscious every time because i think it makes me feel like oh i'm looking gay on the street which is some classical conditioning from way back, but you know what? I'm a strutter and I'm here to normalize strutting despite, you know, being alone and just doing menial tasks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Representation matters. I mean, if anything we've learned from this hour and a half, I mean, hello, strut. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Honey. <laughs> that that's, it's been a major topic and and it should be. Uh, Bowen Yang, it's time for your, I don't think so, honey. Are you sort of galvanized? I am. It's, yeah. <laughs> Okay. I, am. I love when my girl gets galvanized. Um, this is your Bone Yang. Your I don't think so, honey. Your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Anti-reflective coating on eyeglasses. I allegedly bought that, paid like an extra $100 for anti-reflective coating <laughs> on these lenses. Then, in the words of Mulan, why is your reflection <laughs> showing in my glasses? <laughs> you guys can see yourselves, right? Like, like it, like in a way, you guys can see like some can like confirm. projection of yourselves can onto confirm. me, onto my eyes. That's not acceptable. Yeah. That is not. That is seconds. literally. I, I'm being I'm being scammed out of. Um, I, I'm doing press tomorrow, and I can't wear these glasses because no, there's going to be too much glare. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm like a villain in a Japanese anime. Fifteen seconds. If I'm going to be like just on camera with a. <laughs> with a full glare on my eyeglasses. I can't be looking like that while I'm promoting Five this seconds. new film, Fire Island, coming out on June 3rd on Hulu and Disney Plus in international territories. And that's one minute. I Who who helped you there? Did they tell you their name? As a guy at Studio Optics in Rockefeller Center named Mike. Studio he, Optics? No, he was... He, Get him! Get him! He, he was actually so... He was so helpful. He was so helpful Mike. in getting my glasses to me. 
early, but he did really pitch the the anti-reflective coating. And Ryan, I'm sure you oh, you're familiar well, with this part of the process. An- another relatable moment. I, have you ever been hashtag on set? And they're like, oh, his glasses, like, we need to fix his glass. Like, yeah. like, 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 we can't, it's all glare. And I'm like, honey, I, she was born this way. I don't know what to tell you. Like, literally, I don't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I've been I, there uh-huh. when that's happened to Bowen. And oh, every time I just think, hell. I never even think about what yeah. this experience is like. It is absolute hell. It's like, put a spotlight on my differences. You hold up production. You're that girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, and it's like, literally, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's my glasses. And by the way, these glasses cost $40 million because, <laughs> right. because my, my, my vision is so fucking bad the index, that I have yeah. to like airlift it to like Timbuk fucking two. And it's not gonna be ready for four months. Yeah. So like, I'm like, I've done everything I can. I, I put on answer. Like whenever they say like, do you want all the bells and whistles, like anti-reflector or whatever? And I'm like, yes, yes. yes a million times. Yes. And it comes back and I'm still serving reflection. And I'm yeah. like, like, I don't, honey, there's a ceiling and I've hit it. We've hit the ceiling, hun. Yeah. But I think I've, I think I was given a purposefully low ceiling on these because <gasps> my other glasses don't reflect as much. So somebody lied. Somebody lied and to sabotage you. That's yeah. horrible. You know what? I know who it is. Oh Mike. no! Mike obviously works for the competing queer project of the summer. Queer as folk. Oh. Oh. And I know oh, the producers of Queer as Folk came to sabotage. Wait, Fire Bowen, they can we came, just wait? Wait, they we came need for to, us. No, we need one. to rewind the tape. That was iconic. The competing gay project. What, bros? No, bros. <laughs> no, queer as folk. But, but, I would by the way, never disparage by the, bros. But, by the way, by the way, just to fact check and said with absolute undying love, bros isn't coming out till September. Okay, exactly. That's, and yet, September. a lot of the the media coverage is this will be like the gay rom com of the summer, and I'm like, honey. September 30th ain't summer. Yeah, but that's what Let's I... Get that's that. what June history. 3rd feels like summer, <laughs> not for nothing. By the way, I saw the trailer. I want it in my veins. I'm obsessed Same. with it. But I'm like, September Love. 30th, like, this is the longest rollout in history. But also, that's just called money in studio vibes. You know what I mean? Right. It's fully right. a fall film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless we're, also, you know, an Indian summer is summer. real. First day of summer is June 21st, so I don't think Fire Island even is Wow, okay, so we are a, a movie film. of the spring. So honestly, spring. F- Fire Island is a spring film. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but Bros is a... Although, what, when autumn. does... Well, it's an autumn picture. You're like, get yes. me the calendar. We said it. It's fall. <laughs> we said it. It's fall. Like, cancel us. It's fall. It is. You know, look at the calendar. I hope yep. someone. I hope someone grabs from this podcast, like Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers of Fire Island, disparage Bros. Call it quote fall film. Well, <laughs> Bowen, aren't you, aren't you in Bros? Yes, I am. Oh for, for one little scene, did you green screen it? What happened? <laughs> I I did do one green screen thing where I'm supposed to dance with Harvey Firestein's character. Oh, we were supposed amazing. to dance together, but we but we, we shot on separate days, so that we we just got me. Oh like, my god, god book, movie book magic, and fucking busy, booked and fucking busy. Yeah, yeah we needed to green screen god. Bowen into the film. Damn, Love. damn. So listen, well, um, speaking of um, okay, speaking of. <laughs> Okay. The the film, the show. Okay. Here comes the big show oh, that is going God. to be Ryan O'Connell's. I don't think so, honey. Sister, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan O'Connell, this is your. I don't think so, honey. Your time starts now. Okay, so as a gay man, I feel like I have to have a lot of opinions about things that I do not care about. It is non consensual. And I want to give a list of things that you cannot talk to me about because I oh, do not care. Okay? Go. Wow. Number one, opinions about Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman is a patron saint for un- unemotional gays. Like, literally, yeah. like, it's oh. like. Uh, honey, it's like if you tell me an opinion about Nicole Kidman, you have to tell me one single emotion you've had in the last five years. One single emotion. 
literally. <laughs> oh, okay, I can't. God. I can't. It's ice, honey. It's ice cold. I can't. Moving on. Um, an underdog. Seconds. An underdog pop star. I have my hands full with Sky Ferreira. I cannot deal with Carly Rae Jepsen. I can't. Okay. <laughs> Lady Gaga, besides Chromatica and the time she got mad at her grandma for not grieving her daughter's death on camera in 5.2. <laughs> <laughs> Who won Best Supporting Actress in 1971? Who won Best Latino? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who won Best Supporting Actress. I'm Ooh. sure it was someone. Who cares? Moving on. Uh, anything that happens on Twitter. If you have a successful career and you're still on Twitter, I'm having you 51.50, okay? <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys named Colton or Mikey. And that's my one minute. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, all those things, like, I care about on every other day, but 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 here's the thing. I can care about the Oscars, but not who won in 71 Best Supporting Actress. You know right. what I mean? That's two different deals. I'm Some like, people also take like, it to the extreme. I'm like, honey, like, what's, like, I mean, I know, honey, uh, first of all, if you connect with Nicole Kidman, you're obviously not giving emotion to begin with because she's, <laughs> she's, she's obviously Arctic Tundra. We know that. But, like, but I'm uh, like, give, I'm, I'm like, truly, can I buy a vow? Can I buy a feeling? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it is. You're, you're, you're talking about Nicole Kidman as if she's January Jones, as if she's, like, fully stone-faced mm. in all her work. Um, I wouldn't say she's, like, a warm, cuddly teddy bear baby. Like, I mean... <laughs> She oh. emotes. I feel like Nicole emotes. She like has a has, has a range of emoting. But her power is in how what's the word? She is so precious. She is extremely yeah. precious and she is like a glass doll. And that gives her steely resolve. It gives her authority. It gives her power. It gives her like a a a, a she looks like a piece of china that we're waiting to see the crack in. And there yeah. is something that is not inherently emotional like that. Like, for example, if you're to pick, if you're to examine like Reese Witherspoon, yes. like, yes, she can play like a bitch, but she's also a bleeding heart. Yes. Ka- Nicole right. Kidman could not play Kyle Richards. Right. The s- sure. The, the same genre is Carol Gaze. Carol Gaze, I can't engage with. I don't deal with it. That movie is a glambian, okay? And if you, <laughs> it is an absolute glambian, okay? And I. So this is, not- I don't think so, honey, on Louis Vertel. Oh my god, LOL. Is he a Carol Gay? <laughs> Number one. Number one honey, Kate Blanchett gay. I can't keep track. Louis- we'll tell you who Louis- we'll tell you who on Best Supporting Actress in 71 oh, is true, probably true. fucking but- a guy named Colton. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though? But also Lewis is a legitimate sweetie pie, so maybe he's he's actually he is. he's we actually well, sweetie he's pies actually need to be I don't think so, honey, too. Okay. I'm a sweetie pie. I need to be I don't think so, honey, all the dude all day. It's true. We'll do accountable. Yeah, there's just a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. And I feel like I need to clock into my shift at the I'm gay store. And it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Got to give another fucking opinion. I also think that it has a lot to do with just like how you're socially conditioned to relax and hang out. Like something I think is interesting sometimes are people at the same party who want to talk and people who want to like play games or have an objective. Sometimes I'll be in a social situation and I won't understand. And and sometimes I when games are good, I'm in. Like if we're doing yeah. games, we're doing games. But when everyone is having a nice time talking and then someone says we're playing a game, I'm always like, um, who decided that we were playing a game now? And like wh- what is the switch from socialization to game? And then I realize sometimes some people just speak that language like that's how they socialize. Yes, you know what I mean? Like absolutely. It's, it's asking a whole bunch of people to be like socially on the same page, which is you know, difficult when as people age and they become more who they are and they like what they like and they Kim Cattrall don't want to be anywhere for an hour where they're not having a good time. You know what I mean? 
But I think it's been, I think it's been mostly healing because I think at first I was intimidated and now I feel I feel good. I don't know why I'm like, that's beautiful. I don't know why like I'm unpacking all this in front of you. Whatever. No, I like it. Um, I like that we're doing. I like that we're doing that. Well, that's the thing. See, like I also realize like I'm a shower, not a grower. Like uh-huh. you'll see, you know what I mean. And I think some people are growers and not showers, and I have to like understand that and not perceive that as like coldness or like everyone's different and mm-hmm. everyone everyone reveals themselves in different ways. Hundred percent. It's not necessarily a slight or a personal thing. It just is everyone's wired differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred. <laughs> Absolutely 100. And listen, if you want to see more insights into a queer community, <laughs> oh one of the most incredible shows you could watch in the coming weeks and months ahead is Queer as Folk, which is literally on Peacock on June 9th. And two days prior to that <laughs> is the release of Truly Ryan, what I'm, what I'm a really great, 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 Great read. I'm so like, you you really are such a great evocative writer. You're so funny. And I mean, like, I I just like, I see myself on every page and like, you know, it's like very universal as well. Like, and so all my compliments to the fucking chef on this one, just by looking at him in June 7th. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. We had the most (laughs) lovely time. And Bo and Yang, we end every episode with the damn song. Chimmy like a slut. Teachers, pet. Iconic mashup, mashup, mashup. Chimmy like a slut. Teachers, pet. Dirty bitch, I love to fuck. Chimmy like a slut. Teachers, pet. Dirty bitch, I love to fuck. Teachers, pride. <laughs> I want to be teachers right. To listen to these songs For me Look up the artist Kim Petras For me Watch Waiting for Guffman Starring Parker Posey <laughs> Bye Bye, Bye. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage From the makers of Bubbly Bubbly Burst It's bursting with fruit flavor No added sugar And all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.
Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.